0: What's going on? Welcome into the Friday edition of the Pelicans podcast presented by Geek. I'm Daniel Salerson. We're gearing up for another weekend here in the Big Easy. Weather's supposed to be great. Hope you all are staying safe and practicing social distancing. We have another great show for you today and another great guest for you. Joining us today is Pelicans forward Darius Miller. Darius, I appreciate the time. Of course, how are you and your family doing right now? Uh, We're doing really, really well. Um, Blessed. Uh, Just trying to stay out of the way. No i I hear that so what are you and the family doing to, to keep the time keep them busy I know with kids I, I have one myself you know there could be some challenges with entertaining them yeah. for a, a big part of the day so uh how is that going so far?
1: um I mean, you pretty much know that we're trying to entertain them the the whole day. We're doing like a lot of homeschool stuff and uh trying to keep them active as much as
0: possible uh, in the backyard and just uh, around our neighborhood absolutely i know we've seen some videos you're also able to do some rehab um right now as you ruptured your achilles in august um how, first of all how how is the achilles feeling
1: uh really really good i mean um i've been trying to stay on top of it as much as possible obviously i don't have the same resources i would if i could get into the facilities but uh we're doing the best we can with what we got and um it's been fun to be outside and uh, train outside and get to, like,
0: uh, parks and just running around the neighborhood and stuff. It's been a lot of fun. I was about to ask you, with not being allowed inside the facility, there are some challenges. What are, what are the biggest ones, especially someone that's going through an injury and recovering from an injury, um, that you have to do at home instead of being able to go to the facility and work out and rehab there?
1: Um, I think the main thing I'm missing is not being able to be on a basketball court. Uh, testing out movements uh reacting to people as far as like defensively and stuff like that Uh, I haven't gotten a chance to do that yet and I think that's the next part to my rehab so I'll have to wait until I'm able to uh go against other players and get back into a facility on a court
0: to to see
1: how that feels
0: so what about um what so what part of the rehab process are you at right now so you're saying you're you're trying to get back on the court, and that's kind of the next step. But what are you doing right now? As kind of a way to—is it more the strengthening of that area? Is it more still the rehab yeah. process or more exercise? Well, what's the process like right now? More, yeah, I'm still strengthening,
1: strength, strengthening the Achilles, uh, doing a lot of that, and um, just trying to get my body in great shape. Really, that's about it at this point. Um, trying to get my strength back, get my
0: movement back, and uh, and getting in a good shape. Now we really didn't have a timetable for when you might return or whether it was going to be the season or just wait till next season but as as far as your rehab process, are you guys on schedule right now, even though you are not able to get back into the facility
1: uh yeah i i would say I would say we are um like i said i I can't really tell um without um uh, not being able to go against go against other players go against some of the coaches or whatever and do some reaction stuff and see how it feels on the court. But uh,
0: it feels great with all the stuff that I'm able to do out here um, at the park and stuff. You know, they talk about clearing hurdles whenever you're getting back from an injury. And I know you have to wait and see what happens when you get back on the court. But as far as your communication with the athletic staff on a day-to-day basis with Aaron Nelson and Stan and Tom, uh, are you able to clear hurdles with them? you know via zoom or electronic like how much are you communication with them and updating them on on how it feels since they really can't see you uh yeah i
1: i mean i pretty much talk to them every day but i think i think in order for me to get back playing i just i just have to see how it feels on the court honestly um see how it feels to do certain basketball movements that i can't really do um at at the park or just on the street outside i i can't i can't really uh
0: See how it feels and engage it. I don't want to keep bearing or talking about this a lot. I know you're going through a, a rehab, and I know it was a tough thing for you to go through in August. Uh, but you know the the mental side of it when you injure yourself even before the season starts. There was hope with this team, a lot of new faces, and a new front office basically, and then you end up with the injury. How did that affect you mentally? Just knowing you're going into the season, having to begin this rehab process when you're expecting to be on the court and and being a a big contributor to this team? Um,
1: I mean, I was a little disappointed at the beginning. It was frustrating. Um, But, uh, I mean, I tried to do the best I could with taking advantage of other opportunities off the court during the time. So, I mean, it worked out in the end. But it definitely was frustrating not being able to play, especially with this young group, really exciting group. So, uh, I was really looking forward to it, but uh it worked out it worked out pretty well in the end.
0: Now we'd see you around the facility all the time, but and I feel like that was a good opportunity for some of the, a young team like that to kind of get to know you a little bit. Were you able to with some of these young guys even though you weren't on the court with them every day? Oh definitely. Definitely. I was still uh like you said, pretty much around every day. So
1: uh I built a pretty good relationship with uh almost everybody on the team and Got a great group of guys, like I said earlier, really exciting group of guys. And I
0: was really missing being out on the court and trying to help them guys this year. I think it kind of would have been um you know helpful that the fact that Zion Williamson was going through the same thing as you. Obviously, you know, he ended up playing again midway through the season. But were you all was that sort of a, a thing that you all could kind of talk to each other about that you both were going through an injury? You I'm sure he was disappointed that he couldn't play in the first forty four games. I know you were disappointed when not playing at yeah, all. Definitely. Um was that something that you all were able to kind of help each other get through since you all were going through the same thing? Uh yeah, yeah. Um like you said, we
1: was around each other a lot with us being um with the trainers. So I mean there, we would talk about it and try to keep each other level headed through through the times, really. I mean, but I mean that was something that the whole team and everybody on the in the facility was trying to do with both of
0: us, honestly. How would you describe this team this year because you know I feel like it was a a really big roller coaster ride at the beginning, there was a a lot of players injured. And then you go through the 13 game losing streak and then you see this team that really start to click together without Zion during the Christmas road trip and after that and then Zion comes back and. Team takes it to a different level, how would you describe this season since you were you kind of had a firsthand view of it on the bench.
1: Um, I think it was a really, really good season. um there was a lot of new faces at the beginning. um we had to like you said, get rolling and then, with injuries on top of that, that was very difficult. But I feel like we got rolling right at the right time and um hopefully we can pick the season back up and continue to play because I think it would be exciting to watch um I really enjoy watching the guys this year, like I said, it's a really exciting group of players really talented and um it's I think we've had a great year so far.
0: What intrigues you about the young core of this team? You have the three rookies who a lot of people thought fit out during this season, and then you had the the new guys from Los Angeles with Brandon Ingram making an all star appearance on the ball really coming into his own later on in the season and Josh Hart being that kind of all around guy off the bench and sometimes in the start of lineup. What intrigues you so much about this young core that makes the, the future pretty bright here in New Orleans?
1: Um I mean, I feel like we have one of the best young cores in the league, honestly. Uh, the depth that that, that we have, um, the chemistry that we have, and, um, I mean, I think the competitiveness that we have. Uh, those guys are really good. They're only going to continue to get better. So uh, if this core is able to stay together for the next couple years, I think it will be uh, really exciting to watch, and I think they'll be able to surprise a lot of people.
0: I feel like there's a really big value in the culture of a team, the locker room with players. And it just seems like being around this group this year, Darius, and this is my ninth season with the team, that it just seemed like you all genuinely liked each other on and off the court, whether you're going through a 13-game losing streak or a 13-game winning streak. How important is it that what David Griffin and staff has done to build a, a culture? And I think you had that uh, beforehand, but just the combination of young guys and veterans, and, and how great this group was on and off the court, how important is that for a team that is really, you know, in the growing stages right now?
1: Uh, that's very important. Very important. And um, like you said, Grip did a great job of getting great guys on the team and everybody is really focused on winning. I think that's one thing that really kept us together during the, during the rough patches that we had with injuries and just learning each other as a team. And I mean, with the right attitudes and, with the right focus every single day these guys came in and I think everything
0: took care of itself. And I think that's why we got rolling there towards the end. I think the only bad thing, I think you would agree with me. I guess the bad thing for you is the fact that you are now surrounded by Duke players is Kentucky players kind of had the, <laughs> kind of had the edge um, earlier on. Yeah, they, and now they they I feel like it's a, it's a here, Duke man. team. How, <laughs> how, how difficult has that been? How much Duke trash talking was there during the season? Uh, there was,
1: there was a little bit, every, every time Kentucky lost, I heard about it. That's a little bit different than what it was in the past year. They kicked all of the Kentucky guys out. So, but, uh, I mean, I'm not mad at it. I still rep Kentucky every chance I get. And, um, I like to talk a lot of junk to them. So it's it's a lot of fun. It's a great atmosphere.
0: All right. So what's next for you before I let you go? I know you talked about you're waiting to get on a basketball court, but since you can't do that right now, maybe there's a chance later on, down the road but is it just more continuing the, the strength in that achilles and and when do you think as far as a timetable is concerned that you can actually be cleared not saying you would come back this season but when could you technically be cleared of your achilles injury if, if everything keeps going the way it's going
1: um i honestly don't know the answer to when i could be cleared but um uh, i mean the next step for me is just to continue to strengthen it um work out as much as possible to the facilities open, and then hopefully I can get in the gym and um test it out during some basketball stuff and know uh, that that would just be the next thing
0: before I let you go. I've actually been curious to ask someone this question from a player's perspective. You know the last dance documentary's been going on throughout this hiatus, which yeah. I think is kind of a big blessing during this because it is some basketball that we can watch, definitely. But- Definitely. You know, what I've learned through this season um, of watching, you know, me growing up in the 90s, you know, that the physicality of the game, the low scoring of the game really has stuck out to me during this whole series with the bad boys and, you know, Bulls, Knicks. And Definitely. and I feel like this era has changed a little bit when you watch these this documentary and watch the games that, you know, were going on at the time. It, does it really make you think about the how things have changed from that era with Jordan and the, and the Bulls to, to now in this era in the NBA?
1: Uh, yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, it's it's a totally different game, honestly. And um it's just amazing to see uh the footage and go back and see someone like Mike, see Scotty and those guys, Rodman, and just to get the behind-the-scenes looks at it and compare what we go through to what they had to go through. And, I mean, those guys and the guys before them paved the way, so – It's really good seeing that, and I really appreciate just getting the footage and seeing how they lived on a daily basis, seeing the things they had to navigate through. So uh, I'm really enjoying the documentary.
0: I feel like it's kind of a – you can say if you agree or disagree, but I I feel like this is a good opportunity for some of the young players in the NBA's, the the Zions, the 19-year-olds, the 20, 21 years old, to kind of get an idea who really didn't get to watch Jordan growing up or watch him at all, to kind of see what – his mentality was like do you feel like that could change maybe of mentality from players just seeing how he was on and off the court um yeah yeah i mean for the ones that
1: want to be great you know yeah <laughs> um i mean that's a that's a very different mindset that you have to have to to be a, a guy like jordan and um but i think it's great for the young guys and even the older guys i mean like I remember Jordan, but just seeing it again reminds you how great of a player he was, like the difference between the games and everything like that. So, uh, yeah, I definitely think it's great for
0: young players to, to be watching this right now.
1: And have you, learned a, too.
0: have you learned a lot about it yourself? Just because I, I think there's always something that all of us have learned, even though we all have a great feel for what Michael Jordan was. But, you know, the little things for me, like I didn't know he laced his shoes up before every game, you know, things like that. Have you learned something from a few of these episodes?
1: Uh yeah, I mean and there's just so much like you forget so much stuff and then it, you're just reminded when you see it again and yeah. the documentary is really set up well so I mean, I'm just really enjoying watching it.
0: Yeah, only four more episodes left, so I need to soak it in as much yeah. as we can uh before Definitely. it goes away. Absolutely. Darius, I appreciate the time. I know this is a a tough time for everyone. I'm glad you and your family are staying safe here in New Orleans and Best of luck with the rehab the rest of the way and we'll check in on you soon Thank and you. hopefully we get to see you soon. Thank you. I appreciate you. There he goes, that's Darius Miller. Going to go good insight on him and his rehab process. We hope a speedy recovery for him. I know it's been tough on him not being able to play, you know, this entire season, but as he mentioned being a mentor on this team and being one of the veterans, I'm sure he's been able to help some of the young guys out a lot during this season. Well, that will do it for this edition of the Pelicans podcast presented by SeatGeek. A big thanks to Darius Miller for today's show. Yesterday with Matt Weiner and Antonio Daniels. We have some great shows for you next week. I'll leave it up to next week for the surprise. But you don't want to miss the couple of episodes that we have in store for you. We're going to go back in time um, and and hear from some players from the New Orleans jazz era. Again, you don't want to miss it. We'll have more details coming next week. Um, But in the meantime, hope you all have a great weekend. Again, stay safe, and uh, we'll see you next time right here on the New Orleans Pelicans podcast presented by CQ.